Welcome to Teacher Talk with Chrissy Nichols, the podcast that offers real tools and real conversations to help you feel good about teaching and yourself again. As a teacher who has spent more than two decades in the classroom, I get it. I know you have a lot to do, so if you need help right now, book a free consult call at www.thechrissyconcept.com. That's the C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-C-O-N-C-E-P-T dot com. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome back to Teacher Talk, everybody. And today we are going to get real for episode 88, Hate Yourself In and Out of the Classroom. Try this. Now, before I learned how to manage my mind, I disliked myself so much, I would say that I hated big parts of myself. I was so mean to myself everywhere in my life, but especially at school. These are the kinds of thoughts I was running. Tell me if they sound familiar. You don't have your life together. No one will ever date you. You are not a good teacher. You are just not doing enough. You're not enough. The kids need more. There is more to do, but you're just too lazy to do it. Look at the other teacher's bulletin boards or classroom setup or projects. Weirdly, I did this as a way of keeping myself accountable, of staying on top of myself. I saw this inner torturous cattle prod as a useful tool. I actually thought it was a sign of, if not self-love, self-accountability and self-discipline. And I actually thought to myself, if I don't beat myself up, if I'm not my own torturer, if I'm not disciplined, who else will keep me in line? And I was so afraid of giving up this inner cattle prod. I didn't like that dictatorial voice in my head, but I was afraid of its absence. And as long as that voice reigned supreme, I didn't really need to do anything else. I didn't need to learn about my emotions or how to feel them. I didn't need to dive into the invisible and sometimes very slow and thus requiring patient growth because of my black and white thinking. This black and white, all or nothing thinking kept me in line. And part of me rebelled against my own accountability or self-discipline structure that I had put into place. It makes sense, right? I was white knuckling it for so long in order to get myself to grade or go on a restrictive diet or create rules for myself that just were not lasting or compassionate or loving that I felt the need to explode. And I would do even nuttier things like binge eat or drink too much or whatever it meant, maybe just sit and watch TV all weekend. That's what I thought self-discipline meant. But actually, what I saw in that mean voice that wasn't serving me was actually leading to that weird, rebellious, binging behavior. And that's when I think I realized, even before coaching, oh, 
I don't really think that very disciplined people are this mean to themselves. So we are going to talk a lot about self-love this month, and I want to start with self-discipline because I truly believe it is an act and a form of love. When you have a goal for yourself and you break it out down into steps, it is normal and natural for our brains to balk at the tasks we need to do to follow through. For example, let's talk about one of my least favorite activities as a teacher, which is grading or evaluation. And again, for me, it's grading, but you can put any big task that is part of our teaching profession, like progress reports or creating a new project or lesson or prepping for parent-teacher conferences. Now, of course, I knew how to chunk and chew. I knew how to take a big project and break it down into small batches. For example, if I had a round of 30 essays that came in, I knew how to do five at a time. And yet when I would show up just for those five each day, I gave the classic excuses of, I'll do it tomorrow. I'm too tired. It doesn't matter. Or just the whiny, I don't want to. But my friends, when we don't follow our plan, when we don't do what we say we're going to do, we chip away at the relationship we have with ourselves. I often ask myself now when I show up to something that I know I don't want to do, do I want to just get this done and feel relief and pride now or regret later? Those are the two emotions I'm offering to my future self, relief or regret. Doing what you say you're going to do even when you don't want to builds so much confidence with yourself to tackle even bigger goals. And this podcast is about building a better relationship with yourself that will trickle down to your students and to your school communities. Every small cumulative action is like a vote for the person you want to become. So what are some practical ways to do this, to implement self-discipline that also feels like self-love. Okay, I'm going to give you three steps. Let's say you want to create the habit of writing each day, putting your thoughts down on paper, which I highly recommend. I want you to start small. Start with four minutes. Don't start planning for your best day. I want you to plan for your worst day. What could you actually do each day? Step two is you don't have those four minutes. Say you just have one minute or two minutes. Still do it. Your time may diminish. You might reduce your time, but I don't want you to reduce or ignore the activity. The third step here is never skip twice. If you miss a day of writing, just get back onto it immediately the next day. So those three steps were Plan for your worst day. What's the minimum you can do even on your worst day? When you get there and if you don't have that kind of time even that you plan for yourself, it's no big deal. Just do what you can do. 30 seconds is enough because you are becoming the person who is the writer or the grader or the exerciser. And then never skip that activity twice. If you miss a day, just go back and get right back into your habit. Self-discipline is self-love, my friends. It will help with that hating voice that's in your brain if it's there. 
We're going to talk a lot about self-love this month. We're going to talk a lot about how to soothe yourself. Have a great week, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode, teacher friends. If this podcast speaks to you, please share it. Share teacher talk with one teacher or administrator or educator in your life. To continue the conversation and have life-changing tools and resources sent directly to your inbox, join my weekly newsletter, Teacher Talk, at www.thechrissyconcept.com. That's the C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-C-O-N-C-E-P-T.com. There, you can also book a consult with me. That's a one-on-one conversation to see if coaching might be just what you're looking for. Sometimes one call is all it takes. Have a great day in and out of the classroom, my friends. We'll see you next time.